Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. This man threw a team in out of nowhere. They're pretenders, man. They ain't even going to win the division. Nice. Play to work sports. 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 Hey, 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 another episode, Late to Work Sports. What up, Vince? What up, Tyler? We got a great show. How y'all gentlemen doing? Is there a house? Is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand Why are you up. singing to me every... Hey, man. Is, that your, is this your thing now? You're going to pick a song that you want to sing to me? Well, nothing about the temptations, man. Whispering sweet nothings in my ear. Nothing Tyler, about the temptations, man. man. Get your man, Tyler. Get your man. Howdy, uh, howdy, Oh man, uh, I I don't know if it's a great day with that dude singing. Leave the temptations alone, <laughs> Jonathan. Ain't nobody Jonathan. came to see you, Otis. So, anyways, it, it should be a pretty good show. Uh, we got some some good football stuff. Uh, a little bit of shake up. The college football world has uh, has flipped upside down a little bit. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh to see where this is gonna roll. So, gentlemen, without uh, any further ado, we'll roll right into the show. All right. Well, uh, first topic here, we're gonna go NBA. Uh, I don't think either one of y'all have heard this. I actually just saw this earlier, but LeBron has leaked to a source that, due to their I think it's either two or eight, two and eight or two and nine record that the Lakers are going to start looking for trades. I want to know what both your takes are on this. But before I'm going to say this, I find it to be a big problem that he is talking to sources about what is happening internally with the organization. So y'all go ahead. Sounds like a dictatorship. Sounds like uh, every other time that he's any any other team. Um. And, and y'all going to have to forgive me on the podcast because literally I'm picturing him, but I cannot think of, of his name for the life of me right now. I just totally went blank. But uh, what's, their, what's their big man that came from the Pelicans? Oh, Anthony Davis. Thank you. Oh, God, Brown. bro. The Brown. I was, I was, that's, that's how I was. I was, <laughs> stand, I was staring at his eyebrow in my, in my vision. I was just burning through his eyebrow, <laughs> making it no longer a unibrow, but – but yeah, I did see something. I I heard they were yeah. I heard they were shopping that man around. I heard. I don't know if you heard that, uh, Vince or Tyler. I don't know if either one of y'all heard that. I heard they were I'm shopping. Not, no, I have not heard that. However, I, maybe I, LeBron shopping him around. I, I don't. I don't disagree with it. I think to me, me honestly, I think LeBron is the first person that should leave because he's not going to be there that Absolutely. long. Absolutely. It's not it's not because I think he's hurting the team. I think all three of them, him, Westbrook and AD all together collectively are hurting the team, but I, LeBron is the only yeah. player on that team that has value. You got Westbrook that has shooting and turnover issues and you have AD that literally steps out the shower and hurts himself. So, yeah. LeBron is the only one that has any value whatsoever. Trade him for two but- first-round draft picks. He's worth it. I'm. Sh- can you trade him though? Does he? I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt he doesn't have no trade clauses in his contract. Well, LeBron hasn't. Honestly, he hasn't played a 
I don't even think he's in the top three of on the on the roster that's played, uh, you know, like minutes wise. And yeah, since he's been there, and um, you know, I'm a Westbrook fan, and I hate to see that he is struggling, but I mean, he's always been the guy. And now you go to a team that has LeBron James, and it, in, a, in a sense, I'm sure the man probably feels a little bit disrespected or slapped in the face because he's not the it guy, and like. You know, AD seems like he's the guy that can kind of uh, backpedal and play that back position, but I don't, I don't really don't feel like you know it's just a whole roster that meshes together. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I want to throw a stat out here because a lot of people want to talk about Westbrook's turnovers. Westbrook has three I love stats. He averages three point six turnovers a game. He is first on his team with turnovers. Do you know who's second? LeBron. Yes, he is. With 3.4. So if you're going to tell me that Westbrook's turnovers are the problem for that team, I think LeBron should take a little bit of that, that blame there too. But LeBron, oh, LeBron won't take blame. Well, I mean, he was trying to buy a team and, and put it in Vegas. So I think he went to the Lakers, honestly, for branding purposes. He did, absolutely. I don't even think he's worried about 110%. titles and stuff. I mean, you go to the most money-making team in basketball, I think it was just a brandy move. One hundred percent, because he don't need money. He's a billionaire athlete. Well, I, 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 I have a issue, and, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll put this out and say this: I have no problem with an NBA player being a billionaire. What no, I, not at all. Yeah. What I do have a problem with is a billionaire NBA player that wants to play every role of an organization. And then with, and then, oh, and with that being said, a GM. Okay, so does, who, who's a good GM right now? Okay, James Jones. James Jones for the mm-hmm. yeah. for the Phoenix Suns is he just won GM of the year? I think the second year in the row, I believe. Could you imagine? Because James Jones has has literally turned around the Phoenix Suns, like from from oh yeah from the bubble team all the way till now. That team is night and day. Could you imagine LeBron going to that team and saying, "I want this, this, and this." And you have a proven GM that's like, no, bro, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. And then LeBron like goes to the owner him. and say, fire him or I'm leaving. And if I'm the yeah. well, look what he didn't. If I'm the owner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, we, we're just going to go ahead and trade you. <laughs> we're we're yeah. just going to let you go, man. This is not working out. I feel like. Well, I mean, look what the, the money cost in Cleveland. Yes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he's just. Honestly, I, I feel like LeBron <clears throat> is not good for any organization, right? If you get LeBron, you're just just know that when he leaves, you're going to have no draft picks have, and your team's probably not going to win for another seven you're years. You're gonna have worse you're gonna have yeah. you're gonna be worse off afterwards. So congratulations, you may have lived high for that period of time. He may even got you a ring, but the vacuum that he's gonna create when he rolls out and the aftermath he's going to leave is going to hurt. And that's the thing, man. I, I, LeBron just wrecks organizations. And honestly, I, I, it's, I, I don't really know what to, why. To, I think part of it is because he came into the league. He was given so much praise as an 18-year-old. He came into the league. He did all this. He did all that. He was very dominant. I mean, and, yes, and it went to his head, and he did not mature the way normal people would mature. It's the whole mindset when you see these uh, celebrities, right? They grow up in the in the 
the limelight, right? And they, they're just mm-hmm. different. LeBron, I feel like that's part of the thing. He was put on this pedestal at a young age, and it was a lot of pressure, obviously. But it, it, it yeah. just makes him view – he doesn't view reality or stuff like, like we do. He's never going to, you know. Oh, no, man. I think to I, I I think I think to a degree on that. Now, I mean, this man grew up without a father, um, and his mother basically raised him. He didn't he didn't come mm-hmm. he didn't come for money, and he all of mm-hmm. a certain he earned he, uh, like he made this much money. So he like, has to an extent, he, he has earned it. I he, give him that. I give him that. He to an extent he is down to earth, but then with money perspective change. It changes completely. Listen, look, he came in the league pretty mature. I really think he did. I just think he was given so much control by Cleveland. I mean, they they were their own poison, and now he's his own poison. I I agree with you on that. He does organizations bad when he leaves. Uh, Unless you're Miami. Unless you're Miami. But – I got one more NBA got, thing here, got. and I wanted I wanted to I want to hear your, your opinion on this here. Uh-huh. If okay, all right, Jonathan Tyler, if I were to tell you, if the playoffs were to start today, playoffs, would, would you believe, or yeah. would it would it be hard to believe for y'all that the Golden State Warriors would not be in the playoffs? Oh, yeah, yeah, is it hard is hard to believe, man, because like. The way they played last year. It's wild. Yes. And now this year, the way they're playing. Ugh. It's it's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, I, I, my personal opinion, their style of play has finally caught up to them. Maybe. They're getting Absolutely. older. They're it getting is, older, too. Well, no, yes, yes. But their style of play, every NBA team plays like that now. Jalen Green yeah. for the Houston Rockets dropped 34 last night. I think he's a horrible player, and I'm a Rockets fan. Yeah, I, I think Jalen Green is a horrible tell player. Me, tell me how you really I think feel. he shoots way too much. I think he should cut that dang on hair and dang learn on. how to shoot. He's alligator arming every Jimmy shot Jimmy Bucket he takes. needs to cut that hair. I can't even look at this man. He looks like he belongs on like a matchup, a marquee matchup in the WWE with his hey. head tilted down in the air. I'm thinking like this is uh, the Undertaker's uh, brother. The dude throws. I, I I I I love Jimmy Buckets, man. But and I love all the stuff he normally does with his hair. This just doesn't look right to me, though. That we're since we're on hair. So weird. I like his weirdness. Though. I love Jimmy it's Buckets' so... weirdness, man. I love it. But this <laughs> hair so is. Weird. I can't do it, man. This hair is like. I look at him and I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to think. Like, what is going on? <laughs> well, speaking of bad hair and a former Laker, Dwight Howard is now playing for the Taiwan. Tight young leopard. Understand how he doesn't have a job in the NBA right now. I don't understand that. A thirty-seven-year-old. At least not even as a six-man role. Yeah, like I don't get that. Like uh, there's, there's another player, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. And these guys are not playing. These guys are probably guys taking a little low tank. money too to play. I mean, honestly, let's be honest. Yeah. He don't. He's done everything. He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got sponsorships still. Mm. So. He doesn't care. Mm. I will tell you though, with with Cameron Johnson being hurt for the Suns, I would not be surprised if Carmelo Anthony gets a phone call, especially because Chris Paul's there. So I, I, I will I will I will definitely say that. Well, that's a good NBA stuff. There's 
there is a little things. Uh, I mean, even though the NBA season is is fresh, there's some stuff popping off and some stuff we'll definitely have to watch. Um, a little early, like it it's. I mean, because it's it's a it well, what is it, seventy two game season now? So like it, it's it's they lowered we're, it. We're at the yeah yeah last year. Okay, I, I, you know what, man, I don't. I missed that somewhere, and probably in the middle of like everything else going on when I moved and trying to figure my job out when I got this new location. But I, they lowered the they lowered the games and gave two more teams a chance to make the playoffs. Man. Okay, bro, we're we're we're, we're done mm -hmm. talking this because now I'm just getting pissed off. Load management hey. crap, man. <laughs> hey, real quick though, but, real man. quick though. Speaking of Carmelo Anthony, had LeBron James had to had to do the one and done in college, would Carmelo Anthony been the number one pick in two thousand three? Yes. Yes, because he did go number three. Uh, Body of no. work. Body of work of Carmelo at Syracuse for one year. Oh, <laughs> was unstoppable. Yes, uh, along with that that two three defense. Oh yeah, let's let's go ahead and switch because that's going to get me down a rabbit hole better there. Credit, oh man, credit. hey, uh, it was just a quick question. Yeah, let's uh, let's roll into the highlights from this Tennessee and UGA game though. So, um, as I said, week in week out. I thought going into that game, Tennessee was the number one team in the country. I still believe that Tennessee was the number one team going into the country. I do not think that, well, we did just got shown, Georgia just showed them they weren't the number one. I do believe going in they, they were the number one. I don't believe Tennessee played their best ball. I don't believe Georgia played their best ball, but I do believe Georgia played closer to their best ball. Than Tennessee did. Mm -hmm. Tennessee went in there with a game plan that didn't even look like their normal game plan. I mean, they didn't look like the Tennessee I'd been watching all year long. It was like, what, what are y'all doing? And I get it. He had a lot. Hendon Hooker had a lot more pressure on him, but Tennessee didn't look good, man. They just really didn't look good. And maybe it was maybe it was playing in, you know, uh, in Georgia because it's apparently they set. I was told today that they set the crowd noise record like 130 or 140 mm -hmm. decibels or something, something crazy like that. So I'm sure it had the man shook. But, hey, big dog, you got to learn how to play and play shook if you're wanting, especially if you're wanting to go to the next level. So I think that no. – I, yeah. I, I, I think that's completely I, – I don't, I don't think that Tennessee didn't play their best ball because they were shook. I think that – the game plan. I watched the whole game, like just like mm -hmm. I, same, same. Georgia, Georgia's Georgia's defense. The the way that they played their defense against Tennessee is not how they've been playing the whole year. They manned right. up. They manned up on the receivers on the outside. Tennessee's not used to that. They were not used to being pressed at the line. And they couldn't. What's they his couldn't name? react. Uh, Ringo. 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 I thought Ringo yeah. was going to get torched because I didn't. I believed, as I said in the last podcast. With Nolan Smith out, there was not, there wasn't going to be any kind you of pressure. Said double digits, and I that, remember that. I, I did. I, thought about I that said the double whole digits. Game, I thought about that. Yeah, and well, I'm Ringo like, ain't played his best all season. He hasn't he had has not. his championship game last year. And then gets one in the biggest game of the season for them. So, far. and that was the thing, man. Like it, Tennessee could not react. Like you have to to compete at a high level week in week out is hard <clears> to do. But yeah. you have to be able to react. When they throw something at you, the great teams know how to react, know how to make those halftime adjustments. I felt like Tennessee went into the half, and they just said, okay, everybody, drink some water. All right, everybody, you ready to go back out there? Let's go. Like, they was 
That's a coaching problem. At that I point, feel though. like it was. I mm -hmm. feel like you didn't know, and 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 then maybe that's inexperience. He is in his second year, but there was definitely an issue, man. I I, I think that in everybody's mind, Georgia has made it obvious to everybody going into this week. They're the number one team in the country right now. And you can't argue whether you like to or not. They're not to be played The with. number one team <laughs> doesn't always win, right? Mm. Because any given Sunday, yeah. any given Saturday, you know. But oh. I do think that moving forward right now, Georgia right now is showing they are playing. They have taken over the number one team. Tennessee, yes, you've had the hardest schedule to this point. You face the most ranked teams. But when you needed to win, you couldn't do it. Well, like, so, like you said, the number one team ain't always ranked number one. And I don't – right now I think Georgia's deserving of it after that win they did beat the way they beat Tennessee. I, don't, I, I mean, personally, I don't think they're the number one team in the country. Um, you know, start of the season, preseason, Georgia was ranked three, third with three first-place votes. Tennessee was – like ranked number twenty sixth, they were just outside the top twenty five, so there was no playoff implications for Tennessee, and it wasn't going to be coming towards this game at the beginning of the season. You know, here we are going. We went to week ten, and there's nothing but playoff implications on this. And who's going to control the East mm -hmm. of the SEC? And I think Georgia's defense finally played at the elite level that it, 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 it's been mean to like it did the first game of the season, yeah. um, you know, against Oregon. I think if, you know, they played Oregon, I think it'd be a, a different ball game right now because, you know, Oregon was pre pretty much under new management starting the season. And, you know, that's first game jitters. Uh, it sucks. You got to play the defending national champions that's had, you know, top three class in the last couple of years mm. in recruiting. And, you know, the staff that he's got there, he hasn't really lost much. Yeah, he lost Dan Lennon to Oregon, but, you know, just he's he's Nick Saban Jr. right now to everybody. But the way Tennessee played, um, I'm not surprised because Josh Hubel, I like him. Um, and this is similar stuff that he did at, at uh, UCF. Um, yeah, you know, he, he never had an undefeated season. He'd always lose at least one game or a game that really mattered. And, you know, now he's at an actual Power 5 school at Tennessee, and he's just probably the best roster he's ever had. I mean, Hendon Hooker's came a long mm -hmm. way, from, especially coming from Virginia Tech, uh, where he actually wasn't great at. Granted, no. uh, could, could have been coaching. But Georgia's defense actually played its best ball game. I mean, I've still not seen an elite level out of the offense. I mean, yeah. their offense played a lot better than it has, but I still just don't see an elite level coming out of the offense. But they, I, I've seen to me after watching the game, Tennessee showed a lot of weakness. Yep. So, so then let me ask both of you, gentlemen. Let me kick this question to both of y'all, gentlemen. Then, uh, right now, and I'll tell you what, Tyler. We'll, we'll, we'll ask you first if right now you're projecting. Who on, I believe it's December 4th, is Selection Day, who makes it in the uh, college playoff bracket, the top four teams? And they don't necessarily – you can put them in order if you want to, 
But who who is your four teams right now that you see it playing out that are going to make it based off of schedule, all that? Uh, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon. Um, this is where it's hard at, but probably TCU. It's just hard to give TCU that kind of credit right now because um, the head coach, I mean, this is practically like his first full season there, and, I mean, he's done an unbelievable job turning that program completely around. Okay, so. But, yeah, that's probably my four right okay. now. Because Ohio State's going to upset Michigan. And, is you is know, it an upset? Two big 10 teams be couldn't make it. They, I think Michigan's a better team than they were last year. Well, so I'm saying, is it upset? But I just think Ohio State is better. Personally, at the end of the season, I think Ohio State's going to finish number one. Wow. Okay. What uh? What about you? What about you, Vince? What you think? I'm a little different here. Okay, I like different. I got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Tennessee. So you think you okay. think Ohio State and Michigan both make it in, huh? Yeah, I, I still think. I, I I don't think now so two and two. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on the Ohio State and Michigan game. I think Ohio State's going to win that game. Wow. I think Michigan may actually have enough to make it to the fourth. Like, my my teams are not in order. I'm just telling you who my four. Yeah. Are. Um, wow. But I think I think Tennessee sneaks in. So I kind of agree with both of y'all. So here is how I have them in order. I got Georgia number one, finishing out number one. They're obviously going to face LSU in the SEC Championship. They're going to win that one. I think it's going to be a relatively close mm-hmm. game, but nothing nothing where Georgia doesn't you know, manhandle them and win it. Uh, but it's going to be closer than people are probably expecting. I think Georgia wins that one. I, I said it at the beginning of the season – but I'm not 100% sold on it, so I don't want to. I don't know if I want to stand on this or not. But I said Michigan, I think was going to make it in. I'm not 100% sold they still do, so I'm going to edge out to Ohio State. But I think one of them makes it in at number two. Absolutely. I think number three is TCU. I think TCU makes it um, as number three, and then I think even though Tennessee was not in the conference championship, I think they. Slide in at number four. Yeah. Yep. I think they do. Uh, I, I, I like that Oregon. It's hard for me because Oregon and you're going to say Oregon and Tennessee, they're both competing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, Oregon got manhandled by Georgia. Tennessee did not get. Yeah. Tennessee but, did get beat up, but they did not get embarrassed yeah. to, the, to the level that Oregon did. And I think that's what's going to edge them out. See the, and LSU is going to be a three-loss team. You can't put them in there. Yeah, but the problem problem with Oregon, though, is, you know, that for them, go back to this eye test garbage, um, is that they lost at the beginning of the season. Yes. Instead of towards the end of the season. And that's the way the the committee board, they look at that. And right now, Oregon's got the number one offense in the country, and their defense is is playing well, too. I mean, they they may slide in there. I I just I just oh. think that honestly I think that the people are going to go. It's the SEC. They play better competition. Yeah, Tennessee oh, yeah. has played better competition, and I think that's going to be ultimately what but, what gets them in there. You know, you're, the problem is you're going to have people upset yeah. no matter what, right? 
because oh, no matter SEC what, yeah. fans, and there's gonna be people. SEC fans. Let's be honest, they're yeah. cult, right? They are a cult. They right. think the SEC is God's gift. I mean, and it's hard to argue with them because they're winning national championships year in year out. So it's hard to argue with you. But if both SEC teams, if two SEC teams don't get in, and Oregon slides in over Tennessee, there is going to be crazy amount of people talking about this is garbage. They're just going to lose. They don't play anybody. Whenever they play Georgia, they got demolished. There's going to be all those excuses that are made up. So and yeah. But you got to look at it like this, too, geographically and for money purposes, which I think that's what they do a lot of times. Oh, 100%. It's all about uh, That's yeah. why I think Tennessee's going to get in. How many, how many times has a, has a Pac-12 team made it in? Now, that I do not know. Uh, I, I would I would Once. say not too often. Once. Oregon was, on, was it Oregon that was the only team? Oh, yeah. And, okay, I about to say, Washington, Oregon, Oregon made it, I thought. You're right. Yeah, Washington and Oregon. I'm sorry. Thank you, Dede. Yeah, back uh, old, back old uh, what what the what you call it the um, Chip Kelly days, wasn't it? Yeah, the first and their first With Michael year of James. The uh, beat was State. it Marcus Mariota? Was that their quarterback? Yeah, 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 yeah. Beat the brakes off of Florida State. He ain't forgot about that. Well, not to remember that. <laughs> well, I'll try to forget it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a little less than a month, and we're gonna know. So that's definitely gonna be. We'll definitely have to get you on the talking points on that, uh, Tyler, for sure. Well, real quick, the TCU's remaining two mm-hmm. games is against Baylor and, and Iowa State. They should win. And Oregon has uh, their remaining games is Washington, Utah, and Oregon State. I just don't understand how you put a. Has, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, Tennessee has Missouri. Missouri's got an incredible defense, so I like, that's going to be a good game. Then they have South Carolina, which South Carolina has been playing dumb and good. Uh, and then Vanderbilt. And then so LSU's remaining games, Arkansas, UAB, A&M. Well, they're going to have to play Georgia in the conference championship. They're not going to get through Georgia. Yeah. So that- USC has Colorado. UCLA and Notre Dame. And then the other team that's like flirting to getting in, the other two teams, we have Clemson, which is Louisville, Miami, and South Carolina. So, they, you know, they have a very good chance of finishing out and getting in, uh, even though they took a horrible loss to a Notre Dame team, that which is now ranked. UCLA has Arizona, USC, and California. If UCLA... Beat USC. They're going to be playing Pac and then Pac-12 championship against Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. They beat Oregon. Ooh, perfect storm. To get perfect in. storm. Yeah, that'd be wild. I, I, that'd be wild. Honestly. So yeah. We'll, we're going to see how it all so, plays out, man. It's going to be like always. <laughs> it's going to be some great football down to the wire. Because as much as you do know, there's just as much, if not more, that you don't know. Right. And the perfect right. storm. You you can pretty much pick the top two teams, and then after that, you're just like, I don't know. So, I'm excited, man. I want to see new blood. I want to see new blood. I was so excited when since they got in there last year. Yes, they got rolled up. Right. But, man, I was excited to see new blood. I want to see new blood. Come on, TCU. Right? Tennessee. Oregon. Right. Come on. I want to see Michigan. Let's go. Get in there. So, it, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see how this is all going to play out. So, but 
I have no more college football stuff to talk about until we get to our games to watch. So, without further ado, Vince, what time is it? Take five. Is it take five time? Let's take five time. Let's go. Prime time, and it's time for the last undefeated team to play the Houston Texans. Will the Eagles stay undefeated? This game was better than many probably assumed. Going into the fourth, the score was 21 to 17. But in the end, the Texans did not have enough firepower to topple the top dogs. Eagles win 29 to 17. The Los Angeles Chargers head to the Dirty South to play the Falcons. This was a very close game the whole way through. Cordell Patterson came back from injury and racked up two touchdowns. On the final drive for the Chargers, they fumbled the ball. The Falcons recover and return it for 19 yards only to also fumble the ball without even being touched. Should have gotten down, big man. The Chargers get in range and clutch it 20 to 17. Miami heads to Chicago for this Dolphins versus Bears matchup. This game was a slugfest. Another week, another 100 plus receiving yard game for Tyreek. The big story here was Justin Fields rushing for the most yards by a quarterback in NFL history at 178. The Dolphins head coach at one point asked him to take it easy on them. Well, coach, luckily y'all outlasted the late surge by the Bears and win 35 to 32. Panthers versus Bengals. Let me tell you a little story here. The main character decides to rush for 153 yards and five touchdowns before the half. Think it's fantasy? It isn't, as Joe Mixon did just that. The Panthers would never recover from this beatdown in the first half, and the Bengals would double their points and win 42-21. to The Green Bay Packers have lost four in a row. But never fear, cheeseheads. They are going up to play the Lions. Should be an easy win, right? Well, not when Aaron throws three interceptions and you can't run the ball as a team. Another week goes by, and the Packers remain the same train wreck and lose a fifth straight game. Lions, 15-9. to Indianapolis Colts go to play the New England Patriots. Actually, that's probably a little too much credit for the Colts this week. They allowed nine sacks by the pass defense and only managed to score three points. I guess Matt Ryan wasn't the issue. The Patriots win at 26-3 and the Colts fire their head coach. Bills versus Jets. Who doesn't like a battle of top teams in their conference? The teams were fairly matched as the Bills only produced seven more total yards than the Jets. But that defense seemed to have Josh Allen's number today as they shut him down and the Bills fall to the Jets 20-17. The Minnesota Vikings head to the Capitol to play the Commanders. A reunion for Kirk Cousins in Washington. The fans let him know they like that as he throws a pick in the second. Well, Washington, take it from the Falcons. This game isn't over until it's over. Kurt would rally the troops and 13 points in the fourth quarter later would win 20 to 17. You like that? Las Vegas Raiders go to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Up 20 to 10 at the half, the Raiders were on it. Adams is having a great game. The Raiders finally got it together. Now the fans can pop the champagne, right? Not quite. The Jaguars come out of the half and score 17 unanswered and win 27 to 20. Duval. Seattle Seahawks versus the Arizona Cardinals. Vince's favorite quarterback came to ball in the desert, right? Guess not, as he could be seen on the sideline yelling at DeAndre Hopkins. Don't worry, little fella. The Seahawks will gladly take the dub behind Geno Smith's 275 passing yards and two touchdowns and Walker's 109 rushing yards and two touchdowns. 
Is this number four in a row, Seattle? I think so. Seattle wins 31-21. The champs versus the Bucks. The Rams head to Florida to play, and honestly, their offense is struggling. Stafford threw for 165 yards, and 127 of them were to Cooper Cup. You need to figure it out, champs, as your defense is beginning to get fed up with your poor play. Tom Terrific performs, and the Bucks win 16-13 after a last-minute touchdown. Saturday night, seeing the Tennessee Titans go to the Kansas City Chiefs home field. It seemed the Titans had something going as they were into the final 15 minutes, up 17-9. But Willis throwing for 5-16 of 16 and only producing 18 yards is going to be hard to compete with Patrick Mahomes throwing for 446 yards. This one heads to OT, but the Chiefs make magic happen again and win 20-17. Primetime Monday, the end of the week. The Ravens are heating up and the Saints are ice cold. Will this change this week? Don't count on it, Houdat Nation. If time has shown us anything, Andy Dalton cannot win it on his own. You've got to be able to rush the ball and under 50 yards as a team is not going to cut it, Nola. The Ravens continue to watch their stock rise as they win a third one, 27 to 13. And that is it. All right, fellas. I know y'all got some uh, lovely words for me after I took a few little jabs at uh, your teams or you in the show or in the take five there. Yeah, we felt the disrespect. <laughs> Hey, Vince ain't even talked, man, after I talked about his favorite quarterback, and he ain't said nothing to me. Look at him. He actually he actually played a decent game. I, I, have not, I have nothing bad to say about him. I, I he was yelling at Hopkins on the sideline, though, man. Yelling at that man. I don't know what happened. I wasn't watching that game. I was I was crying because yeah. my Falcons lost. So I was doing, like, that ugly cry, you know. So, well, I think uh, – I think right off the top, the elephant in the room has got to be Jeff Saturday hiring. Y'all were uh, y'all were talking about a little bit in the booth here before we got on the air, and it was like the more y'all told me, I couldn't tell if it was fact or fiction at this point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. Confused by the hire. I, I, I'm gonna kick it to y'all gentlemen and let y'all try to untangle this this, oh, ahead, this spaghetti mess. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so just seen on the internet with Shane Falco, I mean John Wick, is going to be the new quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeff Saturday is a new head coach, and it just, I, I, you know, that was head scratching enough as it was, um, but it, it just doesn't end there. So the assistant quarterback coach. I didn't even know those, that position even existed in the NFL. Um, I knew there was a quarterback coach, but I didn't know there was an assistant. Uh, Park Frazier is going to be the one calling the plays for the Indianapolis Colts this weekend. And like I said, I think Shane Falco is going to be the starting quarterback also coming out of retirement. Um. I don't know what more of confusion of a drunk owner you can get or what, but I, I don't know what direction they're shooting for um, because Park Frazier uh, was the guy that uh, married Frank Reach. 
So it like this is like the stuff you see on what Florida man did. <laughs> I, it's just confusing right now. No, I don't think anybody can make sense of it. I I I, I don't understand. It's it's Parks Frazier, eight years. He's the pass game specialist and the assistant quarterbacks coach. This dude looks like he is still wet behind the ears. Which, by the way, I didn't know John Fox was part of the Colts staff. Um, didn't, didn't know that at all. This is very interesting for me, but I'm more confused with Jeff Saturday. I, 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 you were a consultant for the Colts, and then you're, 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 uh, your fanboy Jim Irsay is like, hey, yeah, you want to be a coach? There were talks about him being part of the staff, uh, I guess, for like the past two years or what have you. But this yeah. is there, there's no experience here. This is kind of like how we were talking about with Steve Nash and the Nets. What have you done to earn this? I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy for Jeff Saturday. Don't get me wrong, you know. But where are your credentials? That's what's so. Weird. Yeah, I mean, you can't be a high school head coach. I mean, there's things where high school head coaches can go and become college coaches. Gus Malzahn, for instance. Art Bryles, you know. And they did well in that transition. Uh, but for you to go to be a professional national football head coach in the NFL, it's just absurd. I mean, the guy was, was an analyst. This is the last position as of yesterday. Crazy to me, man. It's crazy. And like now, now I really feel bad for Frank Reach. Uh, like I said, uh, Parks married a dude just a few <laughs> years ago, <laughs> and got him on the got him on the coaching staff. Uh, yep. And and the guy quickly kind of moved up. And like I said, I ain't never heard of an assistant quarterback coach. I've heard of quarterback coach. I don't know if it's the same position or not, but um, but now now he's calling plays. I mean, this is. I would, I would feel a little jaded by the if I was a quarterback coach because I'm looking right now and it's Scott Milanovic and he's been coaching for 19 years versus eight years by well, Parks Frazier. I I feel bad right now for Matt Ryan. This guy. Yeah, I mean. Like, I this Dolphins were going to run. Hey, 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 listen. You still got a little Simulac on, uh, on, you, oh on your mustache there, man. I, just just, just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, that, that roster now, I, I, really, I really feel bad for the roster. The entire roster, like. Uh, you know, they're probably, they probably heard about the same time we all. I just want to let everybody know. Yeah. They're probably thinking. Go. Dang, we didn't get drunk with them. How did all yeah, this Yeah, I just want to know. I just want to let everybody out there that's listening to the show know if you are in my fantasy football league, Jonathan Taylor is up for sale. So, <laughs> this this team, bro, is is dysfunctional. I'm ready to sell the whole team. Like, not my team, but the Colts. Like, I'll sell it to him. If somebody get it away from Jim, this dude is senile. Like, I mean, I, I at this point – at this point, why don't you go? It's like you know what, man. I understand he played football, but uh, let's go. You know what? Let's hire Mike Singletary. Let's bring him back in there. Maybe at halftime he can pull his pants back down and show all his players his underwear, 
and and try to prove his point again like he did in uh, San Fran. Yeah. Like, goodness. I mean, you know about that? Could have called Tony yeah. Dungy. Like, bro, God. I don't even, Tony Dungy. I don't. Tony got out of there, and Tony was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not gonna get me back, no sir." I guarantee they've been calling Andrew Luck. You know they've been calling Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy's picking up the phone, going, "New phone, who it is?" Like, well, like right now, you know, nobody can be smiling bigger than Sam Ellinger right now because he's like, he's probably about the same age as that guy, that Parks. Uh, I don't even know how old he is, but. Uh, he's probably going to be calling his own offense. I mean, it makes him feel like he's a kid playing Madden. Is he going to do good, though? That's the question. Oh, man. I say, I say no. Could you imagine Jim Ursay calling Andrew Luck? Andy, my man. Nope, <laughs> I got I'm some retired. brewskis. Yo, I told you, quit calling me. <laughs> Your bar tab's on. Jim, if you don't quit calling me, this is the third time I've changed my number this week. How do you keep getting yeah, it? Like, dude, no, I'm good. Well, another little thing. I, I'm not going to talk about the Monday night thing yet because uh, that's I, I'm really excited to get on that topic. So, the Rams. Okay. I mean, how are these – how do they win a championship at the beginning of this year and now we're here with them? Bad, like – your defense is so horrible right now. I'm sorry, your offense. To the point where Jalen Ramsey, who I – you know my feelings on <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. He is blasting their offense in the press conference. And so, of course, me, right, I'm going to go look and be like, does he have a reason to blast them? And the answer is yes. They right. are the – He's 100%. I think, uh, 100% and, I, right. and, and I'm going to try to see if I can get this correct because I looked at it earlier – and I may have forgotten, and my head is backwards, so don't judge me. But I think they said the Rams' defense is the third best defense in the league right now. I believe they said it's either third or eighth, and their offense is either the third or eighth worst offense in the league. So, long story short here, the Rams' defense is in the top third of the NFL, and the Rams' offense is in the bottom third of the NFL. That's a problem. You just won a championship last year. And really, your de- your offense didn't really take any hits. Okay, you lost Odell Beckham. He was in the playoffs. Really wasn't there for anything else a whole lot. Like, the whole yeah, season. He wasn't there the whole season. Like, uh, what's your excuse here? I mean, well, I mean, let's look at it like this. In the NBA, we got the Golden State Warriors. And in the NFL, we got the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, they are replicating each other right now. That is now. true. That yes, is they true. Are. I didn't think about that. They definitely are. Yeah. This is this is horrible. This is. I mean, it's that's already head scratching enough. And then you got the Colts, but um, I it the running back has been a problem. I honestly think I think since last year, if possibly longer. Uh, I mean, Acres is he don't want to do no more than pick his nose, so. <laughs> Matthew Stafford I mean, is just horrible right now. Yeah, and it's not like he ain't got the wide receiver record that, that most of the teams in the NFL right now want. Yeah, the best receiver in the league right now. I mean, yeah, you exactly. can't argue he's a triple crown winner from last year. Yeah, like it's I, you, this this to me, I I I'm not really high on uh, Jalen Ramsey either. But then when I read his comment, he said like 
the defense shouldn't have to go back got back on the field. How much time was there left on? Like a minute and a half or something like that? I think we all yeah. know that you don't you don't give Tom Brady that much time. No. Like the top five quarterbacks in the league, you don't give that much time. Why would you do that? They just got a big stop and you went three and out. Hey, you're gonna do it again for us. What? I don't know, bro. They're a train wreck. They're a train they they are very much so. I mean, them. I feel like them and the Packers are competing for a worst team going on. The Texans are just quietly sucking. The other two, it's like, what is going on with you two? So, well, I mean, hopefully it's the Rams by the end of the year. I mean, not the Rams, but the the Saints. Yeah, defensively, right now it's got the Rams ranked number seven. There it is. Offensively, they're ranked the third worst. So, there you go. Well, uh, speaking of offense, Vince, I know you've been wanting to talk about this since yesterday at least. So go ahead, put it out there. Art. What offense? What? What? If you what don't offense? tell me what you keep, what you kept blowing me up, going, I hope there's more news that comes out on this. I hope there's more news that comes out on this. Oh, Josh Allen. Okay, just say it all depressing sounding. God, Lee, man. Yeah, because I mean, because if everything comes true to what I kind of fear from this, because I didn't know about this type of injury, and I pull up UCL ligament injury, and the first thing I see is Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. I've heard that that is a in, in in baseball, if you have Tommy John surgery, you're done for the Vinny year. Vinny told me that, though. Yeah. Vinny once told me that if you get Tommy John surgery, uh, a lot of those pitchers come back and are better after the surgery. Well, I don't know anything about the surgery. Wow. That's so. Yeah, but I don't think they last long. I don't know. That's a good question. It's literally. The, all right. So it's the side of your elbow where the ball is. It's the muscle that holds that that puts those two bo- those two bones. Ouch! Down. That's you ever had tendonitis yeah, in your elbow? I can just imagine how that must feel. God yes. Lee. So yeah. there, even a tear is a month off. Mm. And if, in in my opinion, if I'm a quarterback and you're saying, "Hey, we're gonna have to take Bro. a month off," you're probably gonna I'm I'm probably gonna ask for at least two two more weeks after Bro, the month. I, six six oh, to yeah. eight. I, I'd be a little worried. I to feel like off. this could be. This is this is what this is the Falcons all over again. This is uh, these monster teams that get put together. And you're like, yo, here they go, and it's and it's like, okay, you're getting close to the end. The 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 Falcons did it with Julio Jones and this and that, and they got close and they got close, and injuries ultimately ended up costing them that chance. You know, uh, more than once. Now for us, there was multiple times we we could have you know possibly gotten to different positions in the in the playoffs or even went to the Super Bowl, but injuries got us. I think that if this if Josh Allen is injured, man, they're going to next year. It's going to become tougher to recreate. What eventually Cap is going to catch up to him, and that's what's going to become hard for them. So this could be something that's yep. really dangerous for that organization. You can't push Josh well, Allen. I mean, how much, you can't push him, but how much are they hurting on defense already? They have like three guys, but they're out making right it now. work. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're I mean, they're not horrible on defense, though. But no, they're, they're actually know, very how much good. better. They would be though if they had their 
they're the three guys. Who's their yeah. backup, though? I guarantee neither one of y'all could tell me their Case okay, Keenum. Wow, I cannot believe you knew that. I think that they're not going to do as well with Case Keenum, but I think that defense can keep them in the game enough that he Keenum's a game can, Yeah, that he can win games. I think yeah. they can win games with him. So uh, that's that's something that we're definitely going to have to follow, Vince. Uh, Who do you think they're going to pick up, though? Uh, you know, they're going to pick somebody up if he missed a significant amount of time. I don't know. Who oh, do you I pick don't know. up, man? That's a good question. Becker May. Do you think they'll call Baker Big Ben? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, man. No. no, I don't know. I think Big Ben's about to get a phone call. Colt McCoy? I'll tell you this right now. If I'm Big Ben, I, I look at the phone and don't answer. I'm sure. I'm done. I'm sh- I, I trip yeah. over my own two feet, bro. I'm I, sure I, I if you called up Benny Testaverde, he'd be back out there ready to roll. That dude, that dude's he may be 70 now, but he'll play. Joe Namath. <laughs> Somebody. Vic, hey, I bet you Vic can um oh, can man. still sling it. Don't you talk it. Brett Favre said. If Brett Favre, if Brett oh. Favre can stay out of prison. Freaking chunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Brett Favre needs to stay out of prison. He needs to stay in yeah, the Brett shadows Favre right now. His name put out there any more than that. I just read some more stuff on that stuff today. So, what a chump. Yep. Well, since we're on the topic of hey, – Mark Sanchez says he'll play. So. Oh, oh, butt fumble. Man, the not-so-top-ten <laughs> plays. Uh, that was the world champion for a year. Um, <laughs> turf injuries. <clears throat> oh, man, that was like simultaneous, y'all, too. Hey, I'll be honest with you. I have only played on turf in rec, like playing just rec, uh, not even like rec leagues, just playing like at, at – you know, like the rec center and stuff like that for a little pickup game. So I can't speak too much on turf, but uh, I notice I prefer when I ran on the turf versus grass, I prefer grass hands down. So, Day Day, I know this is. You ever fell on turf? No, I don't think so. Because, like I said, we were just playing a no. pickup game, so I wasn't diving or nothing. What about you, Tyler? No. You've never felt no, I've never I've never actually played on it. I mean I've I've ran on it. I mean I've never actually played a game on it. I've played I've played yeah, around yeah, on you've it. You've done exactly what I did. I can't like say I've played an like actual game, game, but no, I haven't but I mean if I had a preference I'd prefer to play on grass. Okay. All right, so I'm I'm gonna give you a scenario. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know how playing on regular grass when you're you put your feet down in the grass, it leaves a a print mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. there's some there's some form of give to the grass the regular it grass digs. right it digs so right. when you're on turf it feels like concrete i always wonder how turf would give feels, like how do you there's yeah, no give your cleat into it you got to be destroying it yeah it, it there's no give so i have actually been injured because it doesn't turf. grow turf doesn't grow you step in that grass that grass grows back that turf is just yes so done. I got, I received turf toe, and I was actually, my feet are underneath my desk right now. I'm like explaining to you the injury that I had. So, I was playing flag football. We were in in the semifinals. We actually got our butt tore up that year um, in the semifinals. Well, I was about to catch a pass from my quarterback, and the cornerback that was um, guarding me Instead of because I would have got a first down and, and it would have extended the the drive or whatever. Instead of allowing me or defending the pass, he tackled me. And when I got tackled, 
my Ooh. right foot planted in the ground. Um, my heel was in the air, and Ooh. he laid all his weight on me. And it literally, um, if you ever had turf toe before, it's the equivalent of jamming your uh, your thumb. That's yeah. ex that's exactly what turf toe is. To this day, if I lift my foot up and like you know try to wiggle my big toe, it clicks. God, please, man. <laughs> yeah, it it clicks. It's clicking right now as I'm talking. It it it's it's not a pretty injury. And based off of what they're saying here is that um, the 16 stadiums with artificial turf, the injuries are exactly the same. But like you said earlier, Jonathan, mm -hmm. they also said that there is no CTE on concussions. On concussions. Mm -hmm. So how much of this should we believe? I don't believe any study from the NFL, and I don't believe any study that's independently done oh. And the NFL has their hands in. Don't believe it at all. Let me ask y'all this. Okay. How many PGA golf courses are turf? Uh, none? I want to say none. I, about exactly. to say, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> any. Is this a trick question? I'd like to fall in a lifeline here. It's legit. You know, so if we had the opportunity in front of us to bounce a ball on turf versus grass, you'll see a difference. If, you know, even the guys planting their feet just to hit the ball, it's, it's a difference. So, uh, for, for the, to trust the NFL on making a decision like that, um, it, it's just like the gas companies holding up the electric vehicles for so long. Yeah, I don't believe it. So. Now, it's, it's, I, I could, now that you mentioned this, I don't think I would want to take a swing on artificial turf, I'd be worried about rolling my ankle. Because there's no give. Hmm. Ooh, with cleats on too? I see yeah, exactly. already. That's, that's my point. Oh, and man, I, <laughs> that's horrible. Are there any artificial turf baseball fields? Not that I know of. I don't think so. It doesn't. It doesn't. I can tell you, it's nothing I want to play on, man. Uh, just by hearing that. So I think there is uh, an artificial uh, baseball field. Um, it's in the pros, but I think it might be a college. I have to look it up, but I know there is. I think there is a couple of golf courses out there, but none of them are PGA rated. Oh, okay. Um. There are five fields with artificial turf hmm. in baseball. I wonder who's, who's are they? You got Chase Field in Arizona. Okay, so those are, that's the Diamondbacks. Then you have Globe Life Field in Arlington. I'm assuming that's the Rangers. Loden, uh, Lone Depot Park, which is Miami, Florida, which is the, uh, the Marlins. Tropicana Field, Florida. Really. Um and then Roger Center in Toronto, Ontario, which is the Blue Jays. I can see why the Blue Jays would have one. So. Uh, yeah, I can understand that one. I'll tell you what, I don't want to play. There, there are more than 300 baseball teams in the NCAA that have artificial turf. Really? Yeah, and they're saying it's cost effective. Yeah, it's all about money, man. That's everything. Everything's all about money. So, Speaking yep. of... 400 to 700K 
five, $5,000 in maintenance every year. Speaking of money, then, since we're on that topic, did you hear uh, Sean Payton during Manning cast said that uh, next year he's a free agent, Lamar Jackson's a free agent. Y'all think, uh, y'all think he's trying to come out of the booth and, and snag Lamar Jackson and build a team around him somewhere? Lamar Jackson's not leaving the Ravens. I don't think so either. Yeah, well, and here's the other kicker is that, you know, I mean, Sean Payton technically is still under contract with the Saints until 2024. So whoever he goes to, those teams are going to have to compensate the New Orleans Saints if he goes before 2024. Probably try to get that draft pick that they gave to the Eagles. Well, somebody needs to tell that man. Somebody <laughs> to tell that man he thinks he's a free agent next year. That's what he said on Manning Cast. I mean, technically he is, if you think about it, man. What what yeah. team wouldn't want Sean Payton? Me. I hate that dude. I mean, I like him. I mean. He's a, he's a good man. No, he's not. He ain't he the goes. best man, but. No, he's not. My, fa- my family has had like interactions him. with him. He's not as nice as you think. He's a good man. He gave me $20 yeah. the first time I met him. You never met Sean Payton. <laughs> he gave me know. 21 <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, really? Anyways, yeah, you might have, see. I told you he ain't the best man. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, I, 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 I don't see. He, he, I don't see why he would. I think maybe he was just making talk on Manning Cast because we all know that he that, that Jerry Jones wants him to come play for the Cowboys, and I don't see Jerry Jones yeah. trading off Dak Prescott to pick up Lamar Jackson. I just don't. I don't see that just yet. I'm not gonna lie, I would. I may, I may think about it. I may think about it. Oh, I would, I would, I would night and day do that. Oh yeah, I think the Dallas. I, I think would, Dallas is a better team than the Ravens do. So yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, I, like, could you imagine him with that running game? Because obviously Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard are better running backs than any running backs on the Ravens. Uh uh-uh, uh Lamar Jackson is. You have three good running backs on one team. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, Pollard, and Ezekiel. That'd be and, and then CD CD Lamb, which I think I think uh, there'd be no point having receivers. Yeah, I think CD Lamb is a bit overrated, in my opinion. I, I don't yeah. think he's I don't think he's that great. So yeah. you don't and, and you don't need you don't need a DeAndre Hopkins on on a team like that. You need a good offensive line. You have a banging defense. <laughs> I would hate for that to happen. Being an Eagles fan, I would take Lamar Jackson over Dak Prescott. Um, I mean, I'd rather have Dak because Sean Payton he is a passing coach. It, I know there was some jitters and talks about the Saints trying to get Lamar Jackson back in eighteen, and but he didn't. He ended up getting uh, what was it, Davenport. Marcus oh, Davenport. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, but, you know, I mean, Drew Brees was still one of the top quarterbacks in the league in, in 2018. So, uh, it's just, I mean, that, you know, you see Lamar Jackson with the Saints now. Uh, what Drew Brees retired, was it last yeah, year before last year? Yeah. Yeah, what has been? Yeah. Two, he's two years removed now, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, so, 2018 to 2020. Two years of being behind Drew Brees uh, and to be coached up how to actually pass. So uh, it, w- it would have been good to be able to see him actually 
pass more. I mean, uh, the players in, NFL, in the NFL could say that they, 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 they're for playing with Lamar, but we all know that's just talk. Because I mean, if that was the case, there'd be a lot more better receivers in in Baltimore probably right now. I think they like Lamar yeah. Jackson, respect his game, but they don't want to play with him. I respect his game, but I wouldn't want him throwing me the ball. No, I would. I, I wouldn't. If I was a receiver, I wouldn't want to play for the Ravens. No. So well, we'll I'd rather go play with a Pop Warner team. Ha. <laughs> well, uh, I think it's just disrespectful. Well, we'll see how this one plays out too, because uh, <laughs> this is obviously going to be a long time. The the off season is going to be wild to see because I definitely think the Ravens get bumped, don't make the playoffs, or get bumped first round. He may be out of there, so. I, I am very interested in seeing how this plays out, so we'll just kind of follow it throughout the months and uh, all that stuff. So, Well, Tyler, Vince, we have a new segment that uh, we're going to air, and that is called Contender or Pretender. And uh, basically what this is, man, is, is we're going to take turns, we're going to throw out um, our teams that we want to want to throw out, who we think uh, is a contender and a, or or a pretender, and uh, we're gonna see what what each other thinks. So I'll go ahead, go first, and uh, I'm gonna go with the, the with the Bills, Tyler, contender or pretender? Contender, as long as Josh Allen's healthy. <laughs> All right, that's simple enough. I, I mean, what more do you need to say there? Day Day, contender or pretender? I concur. <laughs> There's nothing really much to talk about that there. Okay. Yeah. The only reason why they wouldn't be a contender is if Josh Allen is out. Okay. All right, then. Well, Vince, what do, what do you got then? Who do you think? Uh, let's go with the, uh, the, the, the Vikings here. And Kirk Cousins, I do not trust. So y'all guys, y'all go ahead and y'all go ahead and give your your takes on that. Uh, Vikings right now have the second longest win streak right now at six weeks uh, in the NFL. Um, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I, I don't mind him. I'll put it like that. Uh, I love Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook just if he can stay healthy, and you know. They always have a good enough roster to be a contender the past few years, but they always fall short. I'm going to give them contender. I think if they can stay healthy with the way kind of shaping up on the AFC, if they can make it through some of these powerhouses on the NFC, there's a very Mm -hmm. good chance they make it to the NFC Championship and maybe even the Super Bowl if mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins plays his game. And if he plays his game, Dalvin Cook, all them stay healthy, I think they're contenders, man. I think they're contenders. contenders. Seven and one, if, hard to argue. So, if oh, 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 I got another stat here for you then about that, okay? Good. All right. Good. If Kirk Cousins plays his game in the playoffs, he is one and three. I said play his game, not play Matt Castle's game. I don't know. You said his game. Tyler. His game in the playoff is one and three. Tyler, don't listen to this man. He just he just wants to damn he just wants to bring us down, man. You go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> the Eagles. Contenders or pretenders? Vince. 
I'm not sold on my Eagles yet. I'm I'm absolutely not sold on them yet. I I feel like Sirianni is going to do something stupid in the second half of the season. So ask me that question again <laughs> after the Dallas game. He would do for, I'm going to say contenders. I think right now they're playing the most complete ball. I'm not saying the best ball, but most complete ball. I will say yeah. that I am watching that seeing Thursday night's game. I am seeing their head coach get some arrogance to him that could ultimately be his downfall. So right now I'm going to say contender, but he's got to keep his arrogance in check. So Yeah, I agree with you on that. I got him as a contender right now. So. And, and then with Vince, I agree with him um, because it just feels like it's too such of a, a new thing. And – for the Eagles to be undefeated right now um, and and to be playing as well as they are. Like you said, Jonathan, they have been the most complete team. I don't think they're probably the best team overall, but they have been playing the, the most complete football all the way around. And it's just – it's don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the next eight weeks. Well, uh, Vince, Miami, contender or pretender? Pretender. Ooh. The third best team in their division. Absolutely. Oh, golly. I agree. Oh. Oh, well, I think they're contenders. So I hope that plays out in my Ooh. favor. I hope that plays out in my favor. We'll see. Tua gets another concussion before oh, the man, season. Man, stop goes. it. Why are you. Oh, my God. I'm not saying that is, and I'm hoping that happens. I feel like it's going to happen. I don't like their coach. But... I mean, they are uh, a three game win streak. I'll give them that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I fear that man's going to have another concussion. Yeah. All right, Vince, go for it. Let's go with the Giants. Pretender. Pretender. Really? Yeah, I'm not sold on Danny Dimes, man. I'm not sold on Danny Dimes. Mm-mm. So I think Me either. I think that's their downfall. You can't this league. You can't win on rushing attack alone. Um, Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson and improved that. They have a great rushing attack, probably the best we've seen in a very, very long time. They still can't win it. Tennessee Titans, they can't win it. You're not gonna when you need Danny Dimes to perform. I don't. I don't trust him. So, I'm not sold. I think they're pretenders. I'm not sold on them either. But I, I'm like I'm, I, like you said earlier, you can't contest this. The, six and two record. They got to beat the Cowboys. They got to beat the Eagles. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, it's it's that one's up in the air for me, just like the the Eagles are. Like it's too good to be true. It's like something's gonna happen. I just don't know what's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, and it's not that the Giants are inexperienced. I mean, they've had this roster now for a couple years, and right. Um, Barkley can't stay healthy for you know. I mean, you're better to bet on him to get injured than you are for him to make it a whole season. Right. Um, The Giants have the capability, but they're not. You can't trust them. Nope. Yep. Yep. It's like, like, like you know, some something's going to happen. It's kind of bad. Like I feel like you, you ever had like uh, a cup, and you had a cup of Sprite, and you and you come back to it, and it's not your cup, and it's water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. wondering <laughs> where they're going to figure out if it's Sprite or water. <laughs> Tyler. Go for it, man. Ravens. 
Pretender. Pretender or contender? Pretender. Pretender. No, sir. Oh, okay. No, sir. I don't think I don't trust. I don't trust Lamar. And he's got nobody. He can't pass the ball, and he's got nobody to pass to. So I don't trust him, man. Pretender. Yeah, I'm going pretender here, too. Uh, Shout out to uh, Deshaun Jackson for his first catch and then uh, straining his hamstring. Uh, injury prone man i love deshaun i love deshaun man i hate to hear that good guy yeah just just he's just good for one play every every six games all right well uh (laughs) tyler jets contender or pretender oh cougar man wilson uh pretender okay Vince? Too young of a team right now. They they don't have enough pieces to make it the whole season. I agree. I'm going contender. Ooh, okay. I think I think the Jets are for real. I, I really do. I like their coach. I don't think Zach Wilson is the he's not where he's gonna be in a couple of years. I, I I'm sold on him. Uh, I, I like the guy. Yeah, I, I'm oh. I'm I'm sold on him. Oh, okay. I like his personal uh it's his personal life too. He's the goat, by the way. These <laughs> guys. But, <laughs> sold on Zach Wilson. I think that uh, I think they make it to the second round of the playoffs. I'm not sold. I don't even think they make the playoffs. So, who do you got? I don't think they have the experience on on them. Honestly, man, the experience and I do like their coach. Uh, though. They're just so young. I think though they have the pieces for the next couple of years, and I, I think like like Ben said, they're they're serious. I think they're heading in that in the right direction. Well, uh, all right. Well, Vince, who who you got next? We'll give a couple. We'll give a couple more, and then we'll wrap this one up. Cowboys. This one's hard, but I'm gonna go contender. I'm gonna go contender. I think the Cowboys um, have a chance if everybody can stay healthy. And everybody plays their game. I, I, I have them as contenders. Yeah, I have them as contenders. Did we say Dolphins already? We did. We did say Dolphins. Okay, because I got them suckers as pretenders. Oh, um, man. I felt like he just wanted to say that again. I said Dolphins. <laughs> I asked y'all. Jesus. All right. Well, I mean, I did, How about the uh, what you got? Seahawks. They're leading their, they're, they are leading their division. Vince, yeah, go ahead, Vince. I have them. This one's hard. I don't know about this one. This, this is a very hard one because I'm happy for Geno Smith here. Right, right. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to say pretenders. I'm, I, I, however, I think they're going to win their division, but I don't think they're going to get far in the playoffs. So this one was yeah, hard so for me. I'm going to go pretend. This one was hard for me as well, Vince, but I'm going to give them the edge, and I'm going to say they're contenders. Okay. But I don't yeah. disagree with that either. It, that that was probably the hardest one on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Jim Smith, he's a good guy. You you want to see the best for that dude. I mean, the the way he's traveled through the league. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Two more teams. Giants. I got I got I got, <laughs> yeah. I got one more final team, gentlemen, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. Contenders, contenders. or pretenders? Contenders. Contenders. Easily, easily. And then what they just picked up Tony as well, right? From the Giants? Yeah. Yep. 
I'm I'm gonna say this right here because I'm an Eagles fan. I'm maybe a little biased here. Andy Reid now has all the receivers that he wants now mm-hmm. to replace Tyreek Hill. Like he has cards. all the receivers that he wants. Catch them all. Yep. Caught, he caught them all. You don't know who is going to have a monster night. I'm not really sold on Tony, but I think that that will help him. I think Tony will do well because now he doesn't have to be the guy. He can be a Tony guy. Is, is his Freddie Mitchell. I don't know if you know who Freddie Mitchell is. No. He was uh, kind of a uh, in the shadows wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, do yeah, you remember yeah, yeah, the 4th and 29? The 4th and 29 yeah, yeah, uh, play against the, the Packers? I, yeah, he was the I one that had that says I remembers. As long as you know who he is. He's hey, the one that started that belt thing, not Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Verla, we got one more division, the Bucks. Oh, pretenders my. Pretenders. This man threw a team in out of nowhere. They're pretenders, man. They ain't even going to win the division. Bucks win the division. Man, shut your mouth. The Falcons win the division. No, Bucks, Bucks win, win making a second round playoffs at least. Y'all yep. are crazy, man. Hey, both of y'all going to have to tell me sorry at the end of the year with my Falcons staying on top. I'm not saying sorry. They're going to be on top in the division and out in the first round. You shut your mouth. We're going to come in there and stomp Philly in Philly. <laughs> No, shut your easy. mouth, man. Don't make me this easy to fight here on this podcast, man. Let's get to the games Put to the watch round. before y'all. Before, yeah, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are y'all's games to watch this week in college? What, uh, de- uh, Vince, what do you got? Who do you got in, in, to watch this week? There was one game in particular. Where was the one I was looking at? Uh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? I don't know. TCU in Texas. That's the game I'm looking Ooh, forward to. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, How about TCU? you, Jonathan? I personally. Why, why do you got that game, Vince? I'm sorry. Why do you got that game, Vince? Because I think that Texas may give them a run for their money. I think TCU is going to win. I just uh-huh. think that's going to be a slugfest. Yeah. That's a good. That's a, I mean. I like that one. I have USC and UCLA. I have that one. Mm. Um, I'm not sure who's going to win. I'm not sure who's going to win. At the beginning of the season, I had USC. Now I'm not sure. So I'm excited to kind of see that one. That's one of the ones I'm looking forward to to see who's going to win. But we'll see. What about you, Tyler? What do you got? So... Just an off-the-wall one, Alabama-Ole Miss, I think it's going to be a good game. Well, Alabama with two losses now. I'm wondering how these players are going to – How they're going to respond? Still, yeah. That's going to be – yeah. That's and, you know, Ole Miss – Oh, God. <laughs> Ole Miss is sitting at eight and one with playoff implications. If they, you know, beat Alabama, it makes their stock better. Changes the scenery. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. I didn't think about that one. That'll be one to watch too. Um, yeah, those, those no. NIL deals – from from the the, <laughs> the Crimson Tide, they, they don't care about this anymore. Oh, after that, after that second loss, they don't care. Yeah. So, uh, and then I, I had to say the other game, two games I, I I'm torn between is UCF, Tulane, Washington, and Oregon. I mean, those are just all going to be some good games. So, yeah, competitive. What? Because uh, the Oregon game, if they beat Washington. If I, I see them moving up to a number five, if Oregon loses, you're done. You're done. You, I mean, you're just you're done. Oh yeah. So, and and just Tulane right now, Michael Pratt, the quarterback, he's been balling. Uh, then UCF, what Gus Mazzone's done for them, 
that's just going to be a, a fun game to watch. Like Tulane's defense has been pretty decent this year, and so UCF's played a lot of close games, but it's just going to be an exciting game to watch, and it's one I don't recommend missing. What about NFL, Tyler? Who you got for NFL? Ooh, for this week, uh, uh, well, I'll tell you who I got. I'll tell you who I what you what you think about it. I have the Vikings and Bills. This will be a chance to one see how if obviously Josh Allen's going to come back, and if he's not. Can Case Keenum lead that team? And two, and Kirk Cousins we do not trust, can he step up and beat an elite defense? This will show. You want to be a contender? You have to go out there and be able to beat teams like this. So that's mm-hmm. the that's the game I have to watch. That's going to say a lot about – if Josh Allen plays, obviously it's not going to say much about the backup. But, it, but one way or the other, it's going to say a lot about the Vikings. So I think – I think I'll have to go Seahawks-Bucks. Who thinks they win that? I think the Bucks will pull it off. Where's it at? Mm. I can tell you if it's in Seattle, Bucks lose for sure. I think Bucks lose, honestly, no matter what, but I think for sure in Seattle. Let's see. They are playing. Hey, said No. No, no, because James Edwards Stadium is the Tampa Bay Bucks, so it's in Seattle. There's no yeah, it's in way Seattle. the Bucks win. No way. Even with Tom Brady finalizing, yeah, starting to finalize Bucks. his divorce three. stuff, no way. No, 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 no. It's, it's in Tampa. Make up your mind. Oh, Which one is it? It is in Tampa. When did it not be? When did they change the name? Because it used to be Edward James Stadium. Yeah. When did they change it? That's that's a good crazy. question. I don't, I don't follow the Bucks. I don't like them. Vince. Right now, ESPN has uh, the Bucks projected eighty three point one percent chance to win. No <sighs> way, Vince. Who do you got, man? Uh, we know ESPN. We can't trust ESPN. We've already seen that. I got Chargers and Forty Niners. Chargers and Forty Niners for my is my pick with the Chargers winning. Wow. Okay. I say Forty Niners win that okay. one. Okay. Yeah, I got the char- I got the Chargers uh, winning that one. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm gonna pick the Chargers on that myself. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna write this down and we'll see uh, how that goes. How this one ages. So, well, Vince, I know you said that uh, this week you did not have a stat this week. Yes. So, I do not. I, however, have two, and they are about the same individual. So, I'll go ahead and throw them out. Um, the first one, they're about Joe Mixon. The first one is Joe Mixon is the youngest player in NFL history. To record over 200 yards from scrimmage, he's 26 years old, and I want to say it was four months. But he's the only player that is 26 or younger. Everybody else was 27 or older. So there's that one, which I thought was wild. And the second one, also about Joe Mixon, was fantasy football came out in 1997. On Sunday, Joe Mixon posted the 12th highest score. By one player in NFL history in a PPR league, 55.10. And because of that, Dede beat me. And I I still don't keep up with fantasy football like that, man. I really don't. (laughs) Good, then. Trade me Mixon. Absolutely not. Well, I don't trade anybody. I I didn't even choose my team. ESPN did for me. (laughs) Well, we know how well that works out, ESPN. You're one of those guys. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. Team. He's that guy. Like the draft was over, and I was like, oh, I got Joe Mixon. Well, uh, <laughs> what's up? You got something, Tyler? Yeah, uh, I got a crazy stat. What you got? Uh, something we talked about the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, IMG Academy out of Florida High School. Oh, yeah, we talked about yep. uh, I know where you're going with this. Winning big time, 96 to nothing at halftime, canceling the game at halftime against West Toronto Prep. I it sounds like the Americans, like the Canadians, know what's up in high school. <laughs> All right, guys. We see you like office. that, eh? You like that, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, they're just reading some threads and stuff. Uh, people are like, is this Bishop Sycamore, too? Oh uh, man! Because that, that Bishop Sycamore was a fake high school. Yeah, <laughs> that made it on ESPN. <laughs> uh, oh man! Jeez. All right. Well, Vince, who's your shout out this week? I got a shout out. Oh man! Uh, so here's my shout out. My shout out is to Nike, Snapper, Remington, Sears, Trilosec. Oh, Sensodyne, oh, no. Mastercard, Wrangler. I know exactly where he's going with this. Bergstrom, Yeehaw. Automotive, Bergstrom Automotive, Hyundai and Copperfit for not publicly condemning Brit Favre from him stealing money from people that are on welfare. Mm. So that's my mm. shout out this week. <laughs> Ouch! That one stings. Hey, fair enough. Hey. Fair enough. Uh, Lee, I, I knew where he was going with that about the third one in. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. And he just kept it going. I did fifth one, but then I realized. I'll be that. honest with you. I didn't know there was that many. Godly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And more. Yeah. He's got a couple dealerships. Are, they still, are yeah. they still sponsors with him, though? They're still sponsors with him to this day. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, you got somebody you that care, stole money. And, and, you only care about and the not dollar. To get into, you only care about the dollar. Yeah, and, That's it. And not to get into politics about things. You say but, daughter like, or dollar? Well, that's all he cared about was his daughter and and yeah. getting the dollar. <laughs> yeah, it, it, not not to get to, uh, like political about it or whatever, but like you know, you got Kyrie that was just standing his ground on something and not wanting to apologize right. for it. And you had Nike that basically right. suspended everything that he's doing. He but you do got anything, a guy that's still, and that's what's crazy. He didn't do anything illegal. Is it morally, yeah. ethically, is it whatever wrong, right? That's for everybody's own interpretation, right? It yes. is his freedom of speech to say that stuff. Is it is it right or wrong? Like I said, it's for everybody's interpretation. This other man's breaking the law. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that just shows you. I can tell right you, now. Nike is only, only cares about what the publicity cares about what the media cares about they yeah, jump they just jump on that yeah. shit man they don't care their morals are not in the right way their morals are aligned yeah. with whatever big media says so well yeah. i yeah. i have a good shout out so first off <laughs> first off vince uh i know this is uh i know this is about two days early but i want to go ahead and tell you happy birthday happy birthday to you Vincent, if, if if y'all don't know, Vincent, my birthday is in two days. Oh, oh, you said Vincent. I want to make sure you said my name. Yeah, happy birthday, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vincent and I happy will, birthday. will be 247 years old. Ooh. So, you know, Woo. don't look a day over uh, over 147. So, yeah, yeah, never felt so young in my life. <laughs> so, for anybody that's like, what are we talking about? It's, uh, it's the Marine Corps' birthday in uh in two days so you know 
is it, even as disgruntled as we may be uh, about things, man, at the end of the day, we're still Marines, and, and we love this time of year. This is this is the great part of the time. You know, we got the birthday ball this weekend, me and my Marines. So uh, it's going to be a good time, man. Happy birthday to, to Vince, and happy birthday to all the Marines that are out there listening. So, hey, uh, cheers. Hey, take a shot from me. And uh, yeah, man, I, I I'm excited to uh, to to tie one on with my fellow Marines. So I'm off Friday too. So. That's what I'm talking about. Happy birthday to you. It's good. See, it's good then. So well, guys, I don't have nothing else. I got one shout out. Oh, whoa, oh, excuse me. Out. Shoot, my bad, excuse Tyler. I'm sorry, man. Now I go, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Florida State University ranked number 23 in the college football playoff rankings. I don't know who was drinking on that decision, but I'm happy about it. <laughs> Oh man, Condoleezza, she probably had uh, a, some scotch while she was voting. You like that? Too lady. many martinis. She's a nice lady. That <laughs> knows nothing about oh, football. <laughs> well, uh, hey Tyler, so I want to appreciate you coming on the show. I know I hit you up literally this morning about it. I was like, yo, so you were always uh coming through, always a, a clutch. So thank you for coming on the show. Um. And I'm sure we look forward to having you on more often, and especially when these college playoffs come out. So, again, Tyler, thank you. And bowl games. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, thank you. Thank you again, man. So Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. Thank you all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. sir. Thank you. Well, everybody, Vince, I appreciate you coming on as well. But uh, at this point, I feel like I don't think I can get rid of you. So stop thanking me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I can get rid of you at this point. So maybe if I just keep thanking no. you, Lee. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Um, I just want to say the show is great. I appreciate both y'all. I appreciate everybody out there listening. Hey, keep it up. Keep supporting us. Keep pushing us out there. Help us get out there. Uh, we want to do more stuff to take care of the listeners and to get out there. But obviously, to 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 do these things, we need you know help from people like y'all. So thank y'all. For every one of y'all that take your time out and listen to us. So, I got nothing. Vince got nothing. Tyler's got nothing. So, with that, we are done. Thank you. Signing out. Peace out. Peace.